You are now listening to the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. I'm Christian Babcock, the host of the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. And what we do on the podcast is we talk to disruptive companies in the outdoor industry, talk about innovative hunting solutions that are changing the landscape, as well as offer you tips and strategy for more successful hunts. All in all, I just want to help you become a better hunter by providing you with high-quality knowledge and information that you can trust. Stay tuned. What's up, podcast listeners? When you're hearing this episode, my buddy Jake and I are going to be deep in the backcountry of northwest Colorado chasing elk for an entire week. This is the only episode for the week since we're going to be out for elk hunting. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was a great episode with Jack Borgeting of Bear, Trophy Ridge, and Sick Broadheads. He manages all those brands. Um, it's going to be a great episode, and you guys, um, we appreciate your best wishes while in Colorado chasing elk. I, I really hope that we can harvest something so we can talk about it and explain it on the podcast. By the way, I forgot to mention that if you guys are looking for Trophy Ridge, Sick Broadheads, uh, Cajun Bow Fishing, or bear archery and you're ordering online we have a promo code it's hap15 it's 15 percent off of any of their um their brands under their umbrella you can use that on trophy ridge you can use that on bear archery you can use that on cajun bow fishing or, or any of those so go ahead and use that promo code and save yourself 15 percent on all your new archery gear on the podcast, I'm joined by Jack Borchening, a uh, marketing manager at Bear Archery, Trophy Ridge, Sick Broadheads, uh, some more <laughs> brands in there too. Um, right. But Jack, it's uh, everyone's gearing up um, for bow season now. Uh, many hunters are going to be in the market for a, a new bow site or some hunters um, getting a bow that already has a bow site. And, you know, with you having a deep background in, in archery and, and all things archery, uh, how do you go about choosing a bow site? Wow. Um, I mean, you know, we make sites uh, at Trophy Ridge for just about every application. And so really we have something to offer for anybody. Um, You know, how you go about it is really going to be a number of things. I mean, first one and foremost, you know, what do you have as far as dollars in your pocket to, to use? Because you're only as good as that. Um, and, and really to start there, right? I mean, if you only have a hundred dollars, you obviously can't afford a $250 site that does way more stuff. And I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing. And first thing, um, you know, after that really a lot gets down to preference, a lot gets down to where you're hunting. A lot of the decision gets down to, really just how you hunt as a bow hunter and your experience level. So, I mean, there's so much that um, can really go to it and not to overwhelm anybody out there. It can be very easy. Um, You know, a whitetail hunter, hey, I'm only going to shoot 20, 30, and 40 yards, maybe. Okay, all I need is a three-pin sight. I don't need any fancy stuff. Then we have an option for that. You know, if you're a Western guy, you're going to be hunting a lot of hilly terrain. You're going to be, you know, steep angles, different things, and you need third access adjustment. Then we've got a site for that, you know. So it really gets down to those 
key things. So one, your price point. Two, the animal, the location that you're primarily going to be hunting, and then what you prefer as a bow hunter. Yeah. No, I think that's a, that's a that's a great answer. But you you talked about a little bit about dollars and you know uh, nailing down your price point and kind of go working backwards from there. But right. you know maybe it'd be easier for you to talk into this trophy ridge line. But how what are those dollars going to actually get you up the stack? So for someone that's buying a um, so say you go to into Walmart and the site you see a thirty nine dollar site versus a fifty nine dollar site, and to you as a new bow hunter, they look extremely similar, or maybe even something over a hundred dollars. What does the what does the progression look like? Is it terms? Is it quality of the material? Is it, you know, what is it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of it. it it's going to be kind of all of the above, really. I mean, when you look at a very price point site that's like our our bolt site or our mist. I mean, it is the basics. It is a, um, you know, a multi-pin site, horizontal. You've got the fiber optics. You've got the site housing. You've got the, the mount to your bow. And really, that's it, you know. And then the adjustments, you know, all have to be made with an Allen wrench, you know. And so, really, that's like as simple as it can get and that's where you start at the lowest price points you know from 1999 to 3999 really i mean if you just want to put a sight on your bow and as simple as possible and as affordable as possible that's the way to go and then when you go up to a little bit higher price points you get into more durable builds right you know so that some of them are made out of um uh machined you know aluminum um, that make them stronger and will last longer. Um, and then you could, you know, you add some other features in there like micro adjustable, you know, so you don't have to use a tool or an onboard tool is within the site um, so that you never have to use an Allen wrench, you know, separate. Um, there's those things. Then, you know, there's a whole other side of it, which is really some of our best sites, you know, within our our react line so that anybody can get react technology. So we, we make them light and affordable, um, a react H4, a react H5, but we still put react technology into it. So you have, you have kind of in the middle, you have two different options. You can go affordable without technology, or you can go affordable with technology but you sacrifice some other things as far as the build and the overall quality of those sites. So that's that middle, that middle ground. And then to go on top of it to the elitist, the hardcore hunter, we have a line of React sites that have React technology built into them. And if, no, if nobody has learned about that or doesn't know what that technology is, research it. I can tell you a little bit about it. Um, but it, it's hard to explain in a podcast type setting um, because it's such a visual, visual technology. Um, so when you get into those sites, you get the technology, you get the hardcore site, you get onboard tools, you get micro adjustment, you get third access, second access, and those different adjustments that really just micro tune a bow to work all together. And then you get up into those price points, you know, from one, uh, you know, I don't know, one seventy nine to to two hundred and sixty nine dollars. And, you know, that's the elitist. That's the high dollar 
the high performance sites with all of the different features. So really, as the price goes up, the features go up. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I think that's a good way to put it. I mean, one of the, to be honest, one of the best sites that I ever had was I went and bought a like a $300 bow, PSE bow from Academy, single cam. Uh -huh. And I was like, I need I need a site for this because it just had like a three pin. I don't even know what it was. It was just bad. Right. I went into Walmart on my way home, <laughs> on my way home for, uh, to hunt. I stopped an hour from my house at Walmart. I bought right. a trophy ridge. I bought a five pin site. And I, right. I don't think it was 59 or $49. I was like, this mm -hmm. looks pretty cool. Put it on my bow. Went and shot it like four or five times before I went. And the next morning, I killed the biggest buck of my life. And I was like, there's right. nothing wrong with these. Like, there's absolutely right. nothing wrong with this site. Like, I was, you know, I searched the internet. I went to bow shops. And, like, if you get a good, dependable four, three, four, five pin site, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In a, in a world, in a bow hunting world where you're, everything is cloudy and, you know, single pins, multi pins, multi pins with a slider, you know, like, it doesn't really have to be that complicated all the time. And I think right. we make it that way. Right. I mean, if you think about like the average whitetail hunter and I mean, that's gosh, I don't know how many of us, you know, that's a 80% of all hunters are, are whitetail hunters or whatever that number is. Their average like range is going, is really around like, I don't know, 15 yards is the max is like the average shot on a deer. So it's like, okay, well, if I go with the averages, and I stick it out to 30 and I have three pins, I should, I should be all right. You know, so you, you don't need a ton for the average whitetail hunter. You know, it's really, we're making these, these sites for bow hunters that are in these extreme conditions and yeah, they can do a lot more. So you have a lot more options, but basics are basics. Yeah. So for someone that's trying to narrow it down uh, mm -hmm. even further, what to you, could you explain maybe the difference of pin size and maybe how mm -hmm. that would affect you in a hunting application for someone that's going to get their first sight? They don't really understand the difference between all those stuff, that stuff. Right. So most of our pins either come in a 0.19 or a 0 0.10 um, sizing. And really, I mean, when you, when you look into it, um, it, it, it gets to what you're using as far as your peep site to kind of decide that and then really how good your actual eyesight is. So, you know, you get a smaller, um, a smaller pin size, then it's not going to cover up as much on the animal. Right. And so a lot of guys who shoot a big or a lot of Western or long, longer range things, they want smaller sites, you know, because as you get out farther, you're covering up more of the animal, and if you can make that pin as small as possible, you won't cover up as much of that animal at a smaller distance or a farther distance. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say like if you're if you're an entry level bow hunter and you're looking for a site, I would not read into pin size that much at all because you're really just going to if you're just getting the basics going of how you need to shoot and what site you need, I wouldn't con that wouldn't be the first place that I would start um, at all with anything on pin size. I would go, I would go right to what functionality you do you need in the site for your hunting purposes. 
Yeah. Did I, I heard that you guys didn't have any .29 size pins. And, you know, mm-hmm. was there a specific reason that you moved away from that? Because I, I remember growing up, that kind of was what everyone used. And, you know, at, at 30 yards, mm-hmm. your whole pin is covering up the entire bullseye of the target. And you're like, well, right. you know, it counts for a lot of variability. So why did you guys, is that the reason that you guys moved away from that? I think it, I think it um, got to a point in actually the manufacturing process that it just became so efficient and affordable to go with a smaller pin size and the fiber optics came with. So it's really like, well, we just progressed to where, okay, well, we know people obviously want it smaller, but you know, when the fiber optic is there, the brightness of it is, is great now. So you're able to see it at that small distance. So it's just an evolution of, um, of manufacturing getting better as we learn more about that process. Um, and I, I think it's like, well, if nobody, if we had complaints about, you know, a point point zero two nine or whatever, like then why would we even offer that? You know, if our manufacturing process is up to the point where, I mean, our lowest end site being the mist has a point zero one nine fiber optic pin, you know? So, we really need to, we've got it, you know, in the lowest end side at 19 or $29, I think. So you get a great pin size there, no matter what. Yeah, that's something I've always admired about Trophy Ridge is it does seem like every, like the pins on all all the sites from the bottom of the stack to the top of the stack have always been super like micro, at least for my eyes. And I always liked that micro uh, size in the pins because it, it, it always helped me. So that's cool that you guys are doing that up and down the stack. Um, but in terms of someone that maybe is above a novice and they are in this exploration of, you know, do I want a single pin site or do I want a multiple pin site? Like, which one do you personally use and, and why? Oh, you know, I have, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a different, like, guy like i can really shoot just about anything right Mm -hmm. and i can adapt to just about anything um and i really don't have any like preferences one way or the other um i currently have um my bow set up right now with the it's called the react alpha which has react technology in it um but it has a basically an a-shaped pin um so in a 0.019 pin in there and it's kind of a slider site so i can move it from you know my lowest number at 20 all the way up to 60 to 70 yards so it's a it's a smaller react technology than some of our higher end ones because i like a smaller compact package and lighter on my bow in case i'm to go on a trip out west or whatever and i just want to be lighter um so that's what I have right now, and I've really come to like it um, because the the specific shape of that pin um, allows me to s- still see the deer behind it. Um, so, you know, most one-pin sites that have a vertical site, you know, will cover straight right in the middle. But this allows me to see vitals, and it kind of helps me funnel up or down. So really, I mean, to check out that pin you know, you can go to trophyridge.com and, and look for the React Alpha to kind of see the shape of that site um, and see why I'm saying, you know, 
um, that it helps me funnel up or down. Cause a lot of times when I shoot, you know, I, I draw, I come to, you know, full draw and then I'm either, I'm either just pulling straight up and pointing and getting to where I want to shoot or I'm funneling down, you know, I'm not like a hoverer where I'm going to hover on that, that object or that, you know, where I want to hit and then hit it and then, you know, and then squeeze the trigger. I'm really just going to funnel it up. And as I come up and I hit on that target, boom, that's when I'm going to, you know, squeeze the shot on. So that's what I'm using right now. One thing that I've, um, I've, thought about switching to um you know because most of my hunting here in southern indiana is just whitetail hunting unless i go on a trip um so i really don't i don't necessarily need to shoot more than shoot 40 yards you know 50 yards would you know sometimes be a stretch so i don't know if i'll use that react alpha this year i might go to um, a site that we brought out um this year called the hot wire um and what's on the hot wire is it kind of gives you in, in my thought the best of both worlds right i mean it's a three pin site that you can set up so that you have your first and your second pins be 20 and 30 yards or 15 and 25 whatever you want them to be you set them up and then your third pin with the use of an adjustable knob on the site, you can use that to dial a third pin to whatever yardage you want. And you set that yardage, right? So you, we can put a site tape on there and you can mark it and everything, but you can turn that dial down to, say, a deer's out there at 45 yards, right? Okay, I'm going to turn my dial to 45 yards or I'm going to turn it to 50. So you always have the 20 and 30 ready to go, right? I mean, because like I said earlier, most whitetail hunting shots come within an average yardage of around 15 yards. So it's like, okay, I should be pretty good with those two. But in the event that something does happen out there a little bit longer and I don't want to miss that opportunity, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to do it. And it gives you the opportunity to practice out to those longer ranges as well because you know, as you practice at longer ranges, you figure out that there's more things happening to adjust at the the lower ranges. So those are the two that I'm kind of privy to right now um, and what I have been shooting mostly. Yeah, I guess that's something I didn't think about in terms of a fixed site is you really can't practice at those, you know, you know, I, I, I've always heard to practice at twice the distance that you're comfortable shooting at. So if you're, if you want to shoot at 50, right. shoot at a hundred because 50 seems like a chip shot then. But I guess with a, with a fixed site, you can only really practice at what the amount of pins that you have. And so I right. guess it, it's nice if it, it maybe even as a, just a training tool to have a single pin site too. So you can get out to those yep. long yardages. Exactly. And that one, this one really gives you both of it, right? I mean, that hot wire it it gives you the ability to you know uh, if you have a high speed bow or you're getting good speeds out of your bow you'll be able to get out to you know probably 70 80 yards potentially um with that adjustable knob depending on where you set your 20 and 30 yard pin so yeah i mean that's that's huge um we've we've had a lot of great feedback um from it um, this year, um, and it, it, it's gone 
that's gone over quite well. Yeah. So you talk a, a lot about the React technology. I know that you said mm-hmm. it, it's a little tough to talk about in a in a purely audio form, but you know, just to give a little bit of, of background into it, could you give me any uh, insight into kind of what that is? Right. Um, so React technology is is essentially a way to cite in your bow ma- to be mathematically incorrect. So based on, I mean, every bow shoots a certain speed, right? And so we're basically using React technology to know what that speed is and calculate it for the rest of your pins so you don't have to cite them in or they're, they're better cited in when you cite them in. So really what I'll walk you through somebody who would be setting up this bow for the first time. So what you would do is you've got, okay, a React Pro, which is probably one of our most popular React sites. Um, The React Pro is a five-pin site with React technology in it. And what a person is going to do is when they put it on their bow and they're starting to cite in the process, they're going to go and they're going to go to their 20-yard pin. And they're going to cite in their 20-yard pin. They're going to use their um basically their horizontal and um their windage and their toolless knobs to change the elevation right so we're moving the whole pin housing at this time so we move that 20 yard pin left horizontal and vertical to find 20 yards once we've got 20 yards we don't touch that housing again right so our windage and elevation doesn't change What we do is we use React technology in the React dial to turn down the other pins. So we'll go back to, you know, we say 30 yards. And so you'll go to 30 yards and then you turn the React technology and you can basically, if you're looking at the site housing to just paint a picture to somebody, if you're looking at the site housing, the gaps between 20 and 30, 30 and 40, 40 and 50, all will start to like separate and they'll all start to separate in a distance that is really calculating drop, right? So from when you, if you sight in at 20 and you go back to 30, we're dialing that in to hit where it's going to drop for 30 yards. So basically react technology is calculating that for us. And once you cite in your 20 yard and 30 yard pin, your 40 and 50 and 60 are automatically dialed in. You might need to do some fine tuning when you actually go and shoot at those, but it's going to be as close as possible. So really, um, we've got a good video on our YouTube channel to go look at that visualizes it a little bit better. And so you can go in and you'll actually be able to see in that video, like how the pins actually gap. Um, And for somebody who wants to, you know, quickly and efficiently set up their site for bow hunting, that's the site to do it because it's going to take less time. Most, most uh, five pin sites or even, you know, we've, we've got a seven pin site. Um, most of those you have to adjust each individual pin with an allen wrench themselves this one once you sighted in 20 and 30 yards 40 50 60 are all set so 
React technology makes it super easy to sight in the bow for longer yardages. I think that's a really cool tool because I know for me, um, you know, you're sitting out there, it's it's kind of hot. You're trying to, you're in the middle of summer, you're trying to mess with your bow with an Allen wrench. You drop the Allen wrench right. so you can't find it. So you go grab another <laughs> Allen wrench and then you put it in the wrong pin and you realize you slid your 30 all the way down to where your 40 was and now you're pissed about that. So just like, I feel like that could that could uh, alleviate a lot of frustration with people that are bow right. hunting. And so, I mean, you guys must have some really good mathematicians at, at Trophy Ridge to do all these calculations for you because you do your 20 and your 30, and it's kind of predictive based on right. the gap between those two that right. that's what those other yardages on the side are going to be. Yep, exactly. I, you know, the engine engineers did a, a really awesome job when they developed the technology uh, because – really it, it just it takes the guesswork out of it um and i mean i've i've used it and i i knew about it even before i came here and was like man this is like awesome you know like right now there's there's sometimes we're like and this may this may be taking it too far but like i if i'm using a five pin react pro on a site or to site it in i'll only site in 20 and 30 yards and I'm that I feel that confident in the technology um, that I'll hit where I need to hit at 30 or at 40, 50 and 60 because because I know it's that it's that good. Um, so that's a that's a testament to it. And I've done it before. It it works, you know, and to be like really, really accurate with it instead of going to 20 and doing 20 and 30 yards, it works the same if you were to shoot 20 and 60 yards and sight those in and turn the React technology to it, right? That just means that your, your, your 30, 40, and 50 are going to be dialed in even closer because you dialed in a 60. So really, I mean, it, it is an awesome technology that, that aids and makes the sighting in process faster and more accurate. No, that's super cool. I think that's a cool piece of technology and it's something that maybe a lot of people don't really even know exists. Right. But just uh, wrapping up here, I just got a couple more questions. So uh -huh. in terms of, of scope housing, um, you know, how uh -huh. big this actual scope housing is versus your peep site, to you, what is the importance of having a peep that lines up with the right scope housing of your site? Uh -huh. Because I think this is something that a lot of people don't, like they don't fully understand. Right. No, there's, I think it gets overlooked. You know, a, a lot of times people, you know, will first, first they just want to get a peep, you know, that they can see through. Right. And so they get the biggest peep possible. And well, then, you know, your site housing, if you have a small site housing, then your peep, you know, in your site housing can't really be aligned, you know, that well when you're at full draw. So, it becomes tough when you have, you know, eye issues um, in there as well. But I, I would always try to, I mean, starting with the peep size is the right way to go because that's like, that's important, but always try to get your peep size, the, the smallest that you can and still try to align it with your site housing, um, you know, when we get into, you know, our different line of sites, site housing has changed just a little bit. 
but there's one thing that kind of stays true on all of them. We all have a circle type housing to match with that peep. And they all have some sort of like indication ring within them that will help you better align the the peep in the site housing so that you can make sure that, you know, you're not, you know, torquing your bow or whatever it is to, to align those things better. Um, and maybe that's not a good answer um, for it um, just because it really, it really depends so much on how good somebody's eyesight is. Um, and that's all variable based on each person. Cause you know, God made us all unique and right. we're all deteriorating at different paces and so on. And so it, it just becomes tough, but those are yeah. the things that kind of stay true per each site. Yeah. There's some like, yeah, there's some different, uh, you know, scenarios too. Like people want a bigger site because, you know, you can get, or a bigger peep site, you know, you get more light or a bigger right. scope housing because it draws more light. And, you know, the thing that I think about that is extremely important and is most important for me is if you are going to get that massive peep site, you know, you can't have something that's extremely overlapping and a lot of gap between the outer ring of your peep site and the outer ring of your scope housing. Because right. then you got all this play, you know, I don't know how much play it is, and it's probably millimeters or extremely micro things, but right. having those things completely lined up is going to make sure that you have the right uh, anchors, going to make sure you have the right, the same sight picture every time, because you could be getting a slightly different sight picture, so in your mind, you just shot a great shot, but you're like, why is this four inches to the left? And it might not make right. any sense to you, and it's super frustrating. But if you can figure that out, you know, it's probably not the sight, and you can probably just make a, a micro adjustment with your peep sight. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our sites, you know, we have we have uh, adjustments on, you know, where you mount the bow to your or where you mount your sight to the bow um, to go closer or farther away from the riser. And sometimes that can help, too. You know, if you go farther away, then obviously, you know, that that site housing is becoming smaller to match with your peep or it's becoming bigger if you pull it back to the riser to match with your peep. So there's a little bit of adjustability in almost all of our sites from that standpoint. Um, but it really just gets down to, you know, preference after that. Right. So just wrapping up here, I know you're a trophy Ridge guy. So if someone was listening and they're in the market for a new site, why, why should they choose a trophy Ridge versus, you know, the plethora of other competitors that are out there? I really think it's just that no matter what, level you are no matter what you have to spend we have an option for you um, from the highest technology and react technology for the guys going doll sheep hunting or the lowest and in uh, a trophy ridge mist that has all of the basics that you need to really efficiently hunt and harvest an animal with a bow we've got that and then we've got everything in between that somebody has a preference, you know, I need a slider. We've got it. And we have been doing it for, I mean, I, I don't know how long, um, you know, and so uh, that is the number one thing. And then we're going to take care of the customer, our customer service team, I believe, and I wholeheartedly think that they are the best customer service team that we have and that, that are in the industry. And we take care of our customers. So one thing that we're doing, we're actually working on a new website that's going to launch here soon. And it's going to give 
you know, anybody who's ever bought a Trophy Ridge site in the past, if they need a service part, we're going to have that option for them so that they can get it right off the website for a great price to answer whatever happened to their site, no matter what. Um, and if it is a warranty type of a thing or a manufacturing defect, we're going to take care of it for you because we want to get you out hunting and hunting effectively every single time. Um, and I mean, we're trophy Ridge is really just the tools that I think bow hunters trust, not only in sites, but in stabilizers and quivers and rests. I mean, the best rest in the history of bow hunting is the whisker biscuit rest and it's through trophy ridge you know so that right there tells you something yeah yeah guys well if you're in the market for a new site definitely check check out trophy ridge is it trophyridge.com jack trophyridge.com yep cool well man it's always a pleasure i, I always love jumping on and talking about yeah. bow hunting and it's a nice uh nice start to the day here but uh yeah I really appreciate you jumping on, man, and uh, look forward to doing some more episodes in the future, and I appreciate you giving me all your uh, your knowledge about both sites. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for consuming the Hunter's Advantage podcast. We really appreciate it, and we really do do the podcast for you all. And just to stay in tune with that and what you guys want to hear, feel free to message us on Facebook or Instagram on who you would like to see on the podcast next.